Hello and welcome to the Hali Hewa podcast with your host Abigail Kima and today we are live at the Africa Climate Summit and we will be here for the whole week looking to, to, to listen to different perspectives from African leaders and young climate leaders and today I have the pleasure of hosting Anita Soina. Anita, welcome. Thank you. I think I'm the one who has the pleasure to be here finally on this podcast uh, uh, platform. Yeah, thank you so much. Great. Please introduce yourself to our guests and tell us what you do. Okay, uh, my name is Anita Soina. I'm an environmental advocate and an SDG champion from the Maasai community here in Kenya. I run an organization uh, that deals with uh, empowering young people to conserve the environment. I also run a foundation, which is the Soina Foundation. And the Soina Foundation uh, is aimed at helping children, uh, bridging the inequalities in the education uh, system and to help children, especially from that community, get access to education by solving most of the challenges are, uh, that creates these barriers and most of the times you realize they are related to climate change uh, like droughts, lack of water, so which causes uh, lack of sanitation and hygiene. So looking at how they intertwined um, these issues are with climate is what also pushed me to start the foundation. I'm the global youth champion for UN hosted partnership that is sanitation and water for all. I work with We Don't Have Time. It's a climate, uh, it's a climate tech company and also a communications company for climate and I, I love to volunteer, so I work with so many organizations, I volunteer for so many organizations uh, in Kenya, within Africa and the world at large when it comes to climate change. Amazing, well you have quite the portfolio and you are part of the team putting together the Africa Youth Climate Assembly and are the brains behind the amazing work we see on social media. Tell us what that experience was like for you. Before I say the experience, even you, like I just like to say congratulations to you too, because uh, we were together and you're my lead as a comms lead. And of course, uh, leading socials, I'd say it was really amazing. Considering um, what the assembly was about was showcasing. And if we are not showcasing at the assembly, then we are showcasing on social media and looking at uh, social media as a platform where most young people are, funders are also there, policy makers. I mean, it's a platform that has been able to bring all of us like from across the world uh, together where we can communicate within even seconds or minutes. So for me, I'd say it was really um, amazing to know that uh, we were able to showcase uh, solutions, not only for those who are able to come here, but those who did not also make it here. And to the entire team, I feel like it was just a, a good time to experience and to learn. It was my first time being in an organization of such a big event, like being involved directly. But then I bet it's not going to be my last. I've uh, been able to gain some experience, to understand most of the things, and to even meet and interact with young people. I think for me what stands out is that I've been able to network, meet, and interact with young people from across Africa, especially those that I had not known before. Yeah. Amazing. And um, of course, it was a beautiful experience working with you and making sure we deliver this particular assembly, especially on the communication side. And I'll steal your, your statement where we amplify untold and, and unheard stories. stories. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So um, you've also been in politics and ran as a Green MP last year. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd want to ask, uh, how important is political will in influencing uh, decision-making in climate moments, for example, here at the Africa Climate Summit? Uh, so, uh, first of all, before I even answer your question, is to assure you that uh, for this entire summit, I will be attending all the parliamentarian di uh, parliamentarians dialogue sessions, and because this is something that really interests me. As uh, someone who is a um, green politician, 
or yeah, as someone who is interested in politics and leadership and climate, because uh, lack of political goodwill is really the reason why we are still lagging behind when it comes to um, uh, climate action. And for me, if we do not involve our leaders, then it becomes a challenge because we say that we need everybody on board. And, and that means we need different sectors, different players to play their own role. So, and in this case, they also parliamentarians, legislators, political leaders do play a role. If you look at the finance that, for example, we are asking for, uh, saying that we don't want loans, we want grants, all those things that we are saying as we ask for these finances, we have to think about accountability. And when we come back home, it is most of these legislators who will have to hold uh, governments accountable. And also, when you look at um, distribution of these resources, uh, if I leave an example of Kenya where we have the county government and the national government. So it means when we have the resources, they shouldn't stop at the national level. But if our legislators are not involved in this conversation, they will not even push for allocation of uh, even mitigation Funds, you know, uh, they can they, because they'll just be pushing and thinking maybe we just need to do uh, schools, let's be more schools, let's do this, and ignoring climate because they are not involved in the conversation. But involving them in the conversation then makes it uh, easier to work with them, yeah, because they have their own roles. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I hope we are still vying in the next four years. <laughs> are you? Mm, let's say uh, so. The reason I vied is because, and for exactly that same same position, is because apart from climate, definitely in the political leadership space, there are so many other things that we may, we may want to do for our people. And uh, at that time, it's because at that position, there was not much being done for the people. So, depending on whoever is seated on that seat right now, if he does his work, who am I to go and say I want to run for MP? I will support him if he does what he needs to do. But then maybe we will have time to access and look at which position is not working. I mean, if the senator will not be doing his work, I will go for that seat. So mine is I go for those positions within my region where I see there is a challenge and how I can try to fit in the position. So I feel it's too early to tell if I will run, especially for the same same uh, for the same same position. Amazing. And lastly, as we finish, um, what is your expectations for the Africa Climate Summit, especially on the meaningful youth engagement part and in also creating solutions for communities that need it the most? Um, my expectation first will be, uh, of course, the president promised to carry our declaration forward. Uh, I think that's something that uh, speaks to me as a young person and even as someone behind all those hard work. That is the success that we have all been looking for that will benefit all the young people uh, from the African continent. I'm also looking to see that our leaders are going to uh, speak one voice, though we have already seen that that is not really a challenge right now. African leaders are speaking one voice, but on the green economy, the green bank that they want to establish for Africa to be based in Africa is also something that I would love to see. And uh, most importantly, to be able to hear what um, what, what is demands for Africa during COP? You know, because I know after this, we have UNGA, COP and all that. And COP is this event that happens and people are now feeling that it's becoming too much and all that. And most of the things we ask, we do not get. And all. So I want to know that after the first ever Africa Climate Summit, uh, where our head of states are gathering, then what is that tangible thing they are carrying forward to COP in one voice? Yeah. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Anita Soina, Green MP. Thank you so much.